Hey everyone, welcome to episode 32 of Layout. Today we follow up on last week's episode and talk about how we still don't have iPhones and how we still don't know which color to get. And then we also talk about Stripe's new website, which looks amazing. And Kevin got to try a Lake Q, so we talk about that as well. This week's episode is sponsored by Timing. Uh, and with that said, let's get to the show. We don't have iPhones. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling the FOMO. Yeah, that's so sad. Uh, <laughs> this is the most first world problems ever. Uh, but I feel like this launch was a mess. Like a big mess. And probably one of the reasons was that they they opened up to so many more countries on the first like batch of, you know, for, for the first day of release. Right? It's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Your country got added this year. Yeah, yeah this is what is. happens. Yeah, I like I said, I ordered mine pretty late, but I was like, I was uh, keeping track of the the shipping dates. It was always like two to three weeks, two to three weeks, and that wasn't changing. Um, so even though I I came in pretty late, like it was the, I guess it's like the two to three weeks batch, whatever. Um, so I did that, and on launch day, I went to this local retail because we don't have apple stores here which is a shame oh wow yeah we don't have apple stores so we only have like official resellers but still so i went to this uh, pretty big store in this country uh i went there it opened at 10 a.m i was in line uh there wasn't a line uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean there were a couple of people there but i would feel like most of the people were just like regular customers they were not there for the iphone just like looking to buy when well, batteries or whatever they buy mm -hmm. um so i was there in line i actually met a listener um luis he he was pretty cool like he recognized me uh and um so shout out if you're listening <laughs> that's <laughs> that awesome cool. yeah it was super cool did and you know, know him before or no no never met him what uh, <laughs> but i guess he he you know he's a listener and he watched the video so i guess he could he recognized me right right um so then the the gates open, the doors open, and we rush inside, and we're like, "Hey, uh, uh, we're here for the, the for the iPhone," and the guy's like, uh, "They only come and sale on the sixteenth." Pause, which is today, uh, but no, we don't. <laughs> wow, we we don't have them. Like, so this is like a huge chain of stores, pretty pretty popular here in the country, and. The whole country got around like 150 uh, phones <laughs> that day. Of course, that's nothing. And yeah. Anyway, uh, there were no phones in stores. I only found one which they had like the seven in uh, in gold, I think. Like one <laughs> phone. I was like, nah, thanks. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm still waiting on, on mine. The, um, the estimation, estimated delivery time is between the 10th and the 17th of October which still a couple of weeks away. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I, I wonder what part of that is uh, the new colors and the fact that so many more people are now buying the Plus model 
versus in, mm-hmm. in past years, it was the majority of people were buying just the, the regular size. It almost felt like uh, Apple probably got caught by surprise. Because if I had to assume, in, in past years, the black models probably weren't the most popular ones. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I've just, like, a, a general, like, an- anecdotal evidence. Like, I'm just... If I'm on the metro and, like, looking at people and their phones, most of them have a white face. Um, mm. So, yeah, I don't know. It seems like maybe they got caught by surprise that the black are way more popular this time around and the plus is way more popular and they have those two new finishes that need, like, different types of, uh, of like, machining or tooling to, to mm-hmm. produce. So... Yeah, I don't know. And you know what? Uh, after reading all the reviews, uh, people getting their phones and uploading videos to YouTube and just talking on Twitter about them, I'm kind of regretting going with a plus this year. Like, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> it's like the, the what you get from it. Like the pros don't outweigh the cons for me. Like I'm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I told you last week. Yeah, Getting the plus just because of the camera, if you hate the size, I don't think is a good trade-off. Yeah, I know. Well, Because honestly, the camera benefits are nice, but really, like, not that big. Yeah. So, honest question. Can you, like, write a text and send someone with one hand? Um, Yeah. Are you trying right now? Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. I mean, the problem is reaching the top. The keyboard is at the bottom, so that's fully fine. It was still, it's wider. Yeah, I but guess honestly, so. like you get pretty good at doing that, like weird. You s- sort of shift the balance of the phone to reach the top corner. That's so. And like you get pretty good at doing it without dropping your phone. Um, nice. That's what I want. Juggle. <laughs> so <I'm> yeah. <laughs> juggle my phone. Uh, okay. Well. Uh, so I've been pretty conflicted with that. Like I even placed an order on a regular seven. Oh really? Uh, <laughs> nice. But like it would get here later. So no, no bueno. Oh, okay, right. And I've been also conflicted with the colors. This is about oh, a, my a God. follow up. I'm sorry if this is boring. The colors, man. I've been like, one day I'm like, ah, oh, I should totally want a jet black, and the day after it's like, nah, matte is best option anyway i've never been this conflicted about choosing your freaking phone so if you follow me on twitter and you don't care about the color of the new iphones i really apologize because that's all i've been thinking about for the last week um i mean i really don't know which one is best like it's it doesn't compute in my mind like i the they're they both have some advantages and some negative points and I just can't seem to be able to prioritize which one I want best. Like the Jet Black iPhone uh, is has a better feel when you hold it in your hands. Um, it looks, I think it looks better, uh, like out of the box, like shiny and new and awesome looking. Uh, but as soon as you touch it, it gets covered in fingerprints. And in that case, uh, I think it looks actually a little bit worse than the normal black. Um, on the other hand, normal black is going to like be a lot more scratch resistant, but doesn't feel as good in the hand. And it's just like kind of a more boring choice, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just don't know which one to get. 
So my well, pre-order is for the Matte Black. Um, yeah, still haven't canceled well. that, but I have definitely considered uh, or also ordering a Jet Black, <laughs> then making a decision <laughs> once I get both. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I made I made peace with this. So my plan is again, I placed the order on a Matte Black, the Plus. And my plan is that I'm going to keep that order. And if I find either a 7 or a 7 plus in matte or jet black, like the first I find, <laughs> I'm going to get it. If I can't seem to find one, which will probably like is most likely scenario, uh, I'll just get whatever I ordered and, that it, and that's it. Mm. If for some magic weird reason, I'm, I'm able to get both the jet black or the matte black and I just have to choose, I'm going to go with the jet. So that's that's my plan. Mm. Interesting. So like, you there's say- no there's no not a lot of room for decisions. It's kind of <laughs> just go with the flow, whatever happens. Right. So you basically get whatever you can get. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But you know, no stores seem to have pluses still, and no stores seems to have iPhones in general. So like, <laughs> most like the scenario is just wait and you get what you get. So yeah, my pre-order, uh, I ordered it through my carrier, which was a terrible idea. Yeah, um, that is a terrible idea. Ordered it on day one, and now it's still like three to four weeks. Like Yeah, it's uh, even here, as I, as I said before, we only have resellers. Like they took, again, as I told last episode, like usually they either reserve stock for in-store pickup or just order online or whatever. Uh, but this year... Every single uh, reseller and carriers and all decided to open pre-orders when Apple did, so on the 9th. And the problem with that is, well, if you order through the Apple Store, like the app or the website or whatever, um, you place an order, but, you know, they only get your money once they ship the product. So it's like, you're, it's basically like reserving, like getting your place in the line. Mm-hmm. Um, but the resellers here and the carriers, they, they do t- take your money. It's like a literally pre it's a pre-purchase, like you buy it and you have you have to wait. And they they got no limit cap, like on how many people they would allow pre-orders. So what happened was they got very, very short amount of stock. And then now they don't know when they're going to get more Apple. I guess it's not that clear. And they just took people's money and can't even give them like a, like a date. So it, it's been mm-hmm. a mess. Like people are mad. Uh, people are upset with reason but to anyone listening like uh, next year or whatever when you want to buy a new phone i truly recommend you just buying through apple um, yeah that's, just wake up at 3 a.m and order it then yeah well here it was it was like 9 a.m or something <laughs> oh okay so that's that's perfect for you that's better yeah um, but, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, at least if you're you in our situation and you do have an Apple store near you, uh, so <laughs> unlike you, Rafa, um, <laughs> I really recommend. Um, so Apple has a website. Uh, I can put a link in the show notes. Uh, that basically every day they uh, list the stock that they have in all their stores for a country. Um, they it refreshes at eight a.m. I think it's for your local time. At least for me, it is. Um, so I, at 8 a.m., like on the dot, just like load up this this web page. It'll show you all the phones that are available. And if you're lucky, uh, you can get a like sort of reservation for that same day to 
go and buy that phone. Uh, you have to be really quick. Um, uh, but for me, at least, so for today, I almost got, got um, a 7 Plus in, in black, uh, but I was in fast enough to film the entire thing um and then i had like problems with my schedule that i couldn't uh go and pick it up um but i will be trying um on friday to see whether or not i will do that same thing again and just go buy one in the store and then cancel out uh, my pre-order um so maybe that's an option for people like me who are like still stuck waiting um I still haven't seen any jet blacks um, available through that method. Um, it seems like if you do want a jet black, you'll have to wait till like November or something like that, uh, which is unfortunate. But what do you want? There you go. Oh, also, still in the follow-up section, um, just today, a couple hours ago, before we start recording, uh, iOS ten dot one. Uh, the beta came out and I guess people who have the 7 plus now they can try out that, that portrait the, the the bouquet the blurring thing mode mm-hmm. in the camera and so we've seen a couple pictures uh, posted on Twitter at least that's where I've seen them uh, of people trying out that feature and you know from the past episode we were pretty skeptic about it, this feature because again it's like a this artificial like fake blurring bouquet effects so have you seen these pictures yeah yeah i have uh so what do you think about it Mm, it looks fake (laughs) (laughs) um so there there's like i think to a normal normal person they probably won't notice and they'll just be like oh yeah whatever like my picture does look better um and that's fine uh, for someone who knows a little bit about cameras, like what they apply isn't a lens effect; it's just a ga- like regular Gaussian blur. <laughs> um, and so, one thing you can notice when you actually take a picture with a with a camera and have that depth of field is that it's not a straight up just blurring of the background. Um, it's it basically uh, if you take for example, um, in a dark room, a picture of some lights, uh, you'll see basically this, the different shape of your um, your aperture uh, mm-hmm. in the, the blurring. So it's a special kind of blur um, rather than having something that is like this smooth, like there's that same kind of mm-hmm. um, Gaussian blur applied everywhere. Um, so... <laughs> um, what those pictures look like is if someone just took a normal picture and then photoshopped like a blur background onto it, um, which I don't think looks that great, to be honest. Yeah, my verdict is it looks fake. I can I can certainly see like all the seams and where it's. I can see. I can I can immediately see what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but in some use cases in some scenarios in some shots they do look they can look better than just a normal photo Mm -hmm. right um so it's it's it depends on on the user like it's up to you like this can look pretty bad but it can also look better i'm just uh i just think it's unfortunate like what i really would like is an option 
well, first, like an option to to turn it on and off, like after taking the picture, seeing what the result is like, and then just deciding if you want to uh, keep the, that, that same blurring thing or just discard it and keep the original photo. That would be awesome. But even even better would be for, you know, Apple is never going to do this, but if Apple allowed third-party developers to kind of like access this, you know, the, the, the depth map, field whatever and kind of like tweak the blurring because I, I feel like if they just reduce the blur a bit like it wouldn't look as bad um but mm, but i think yeah. there like there's ways to simulate real bokeh like in and have that blur that looks more natural um so i'm assuming that it's probably because of um just like power constraints basically that like they can't render um, that like specific uh, blur effect in real time, um, so maybe that's gonna come in a later uh, like later iPhone, I guess the 7s or something like that. Um, but it's also worth noting that this is a beta, right? Like mm-hmm. th- in the the article that I read, they like clearly show when whenever you activate that feature that okay, this is currently in beta. Like you can try it, but it's kind of not the final thing. Um, so I hope that they're just going to keep working on it and that they really wanted to get it out as soon as possible so that people who are doing reviews and people who are getting their phones can sort of start playing with it. Um, but like I don't know. It feels like maybe they, they still have some ways to go to improve it, um, to get it to where they want it to be. I think they're also very limited on a technical side because um, that depth map... It's basically like that's what makes this possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only nine layers deep, so mm. that's that's very that's a very small depth of you know mapping. Yeah. So you're kind of like limited by that. Like there's not much you can do. But yeah. Anyway, I I I think it's it's a good thing. It's something now that we have something else that we have at our disposal, and um. I'm happy that Apple made it a mode, so it's like <laughs> use it at your own risk if you want to <laughs> switch to this. Uh, but yeah, ideally for me it would be like if you could just like you can do in HDR, like you can keep keep the original photo and the HDR one. Mm-hmm. I I, like I wish the way that they they do it, and maybe that's how they do it, but uh, I wish that it was almost like a um, an adjustment to your picture, so that basically mm-hmm. it would take one picture, um, but if you go to like the the photos app, you can tap edit and then tap revert to revert back to like the normal picture. It. So that like if you did capture like the special moment with that specific camera, um, that you can always revert and go back to the original. I feel like that's a hard sell for users, like normal users. That that would be pretty hidden if that were to be the case. I don't know though. Like <laughs> if you say that the, that's too hidden, then that probably means that the normal uh, like effects and normal things that are hidden there are too hidden, which which may be true to be honest. Like a lot of people have been um, telling me that that's they didn't even know that you could do that, and that they some photos app have photo editing extensions in there. Um, mm-hmm. But I find that that's almost like a separate problem. Like, to me that's sort of where it should go and then like whether or not that piece of ui is confusing or not 
like that should be addressed regardless. Right. I feel that that's that's like a pro user thing. Yeah, maybe. I I don't know. I don't see. I just like hate my, having like two yeah. pictures for every picture that I take. You know. I know. I know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Uh, I'm gonna close here the follow up section. We'll we'll follow up on that follow up uh, once we get our phones. <laughs> yeah. Or if any listener wants to send us their phones, <laughs> I can give you my mailing address. <laughs> all right. Uh, so before we get to our main topics, let me tell you about the timing app for macOS. So timers suck for tracking your time. You forget to start or stop them. They're pretty much useless honestly <laughs> like when i was freelancing i had so much trouble trying to get the exact time to build to my clients um fortunately other people have had the same problem as me and that's exactly why timing was created it automatically tracks when which documents you edit which apps you use and which websites you visit um so you can have granular data on the stuff that you're working on um, and so that way you can easily go back and see what you did and how much time you spent on what kind of projects and have accurate, um, uh, invoices that you can send to your clients and, um, you can actually give them that precise time so that the clients know that you're not making this up. So if you're a freelancer, this is super helpful, but even if you're not, uh, being able to see like what your time sinks are throughout the day. Uh, I mean, you don't want to see how much time I spent looking at Twitter. Um, being able to have access to that information is super useful. And I'm really trying to get more productive. And honestly, like this app really helped me uh, through that and helped me see where I was spending my time. Uh, so I highly recommend it. The app is great. And one thing that I really like about it is that uh, everything is local to your Mac. So it's not uploading anything to any software, to any uh, cloud uh, servers or anything like that. It's not trying to steal your information. Everything stays local uh, and private. Um, so you should really try it out. There's a, a free, um, free trial period that you can try on the website. Uh, at timingapp.com. The, and the app is normally uh, 39 bucks, but you can save 20% with discount code LAYOUT at checkout. Um, so go to timingapp.com and check it out for yourself. My thanks to uh, Timing App for sponsoring LAYOUT. <laughs> uh, so this week, topics. Uh, nothing happened, man. <laughs> we don't have much to, like big topics but we do have like a couple things that happen to us and you know <laughs> again like for listeners this is also a way for me me and kevin to just talk about stuff like i feel that's the motivation usually um there are a couple of things that i want to talk to you about stuff so all right uh have you seen the new web page the new website uh of stripe yeah, I have. Looks amazing. You have. Isn't it awesome? <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. It's so, so good. It's People who I, don't know, Stripe is this uh, company uh, <laughs> that they have a product where you can basically make payments online. Uh, it's kind of like PayPal and steroids and a couple more things, probably. 
Um, and at least to me, they were always a reference in like web design, like, I don't know, design in the way, like websites. Um, to be honest, I haven't seen their app, the, the app part of it, because um, I never used it as a... Yeah, the dashboard is pretty old, but I think they're working on a new one. Yeah. 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 So I, I never seen that. I only seen the, the homepage, like the landing page. And to me, it was always a reference of one of my favorite web designs out there. And now they, they finally uh, updated the page. Not that it needed a redesign, I feel like. I, was, I still love the old one. Um, but they, they shipped a new design and it's sweet, looks amazing. Uh, uh I have a couple of things that like I, I took away from this, like I found interesting. Um, first they, like one of the, one of the things that I, I admired in the old design was that they, they were not like trend setters or like following trends for the sake of you know, being new and hip. Um, like I always admire that the fact that their buttons <laughs> looked very uh, like classic OS 10 buttons, you know, gradients and, and, and they have the shadow and mm. the inset shadows and, and the borders and very classic old style, but they owned it. And I love that about it. So like they, they didn't follow the trend just to, to be hip. And now their buttons... <laughs> They do look hip, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but with shadows. They they do look very materially. Um, and interesting, uh, they're using all caps for the buttons, for the text of the buttons. Mm, yeah, that's true. Um, something that I was pushing, and like I, this is like validation for me. Like yes, <laughs> I'm doing See, the, the I don't thing. I don't like it. I don't like the <laughs> for kids. I know. I know you don't. No, it's funny because I've been working on, I don't know if I can say this. Oh, screw it. I've been working on a full redesign for the Netlify app um, for a while now. And I really like started from scratch because there, was, there wasn't much that I could just pick up from. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you needed like a, <laughs> a real rethink of the whole thing. So... Um, I'm still playing with a lot of things, like even small things like, a, you know, a font or how a, a button looks. Uh, like nothing is locked down. Nothing is settled. Right. So I'm just trying everything. And I guess you will be happy to hear that I'm leaning towards uh, non-uppercase buttons. <laughs> leaning towards. <laughs> it just seems yet. like it, it's shouting at you. Like I don't know. It's a button. It's already shouting. It has a rectangle and in, in it's floating. And it's but it's floating like purple button. <laughs> like I don't need, <laughs> need to be uppercase. Anyways. Well, the, like the only reason where I like and even consider uh, uppercase text on a button is for the sake of symmetry and it, like it's it's sturdy. Oh, right. Yeah. That's yeah, the I only reason. It's yeah, like, I could understand that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, another interesting uh, thing about this website is they they're not using any any JPEG or PNG. Like they're not using well, every image. I guess is is either hard coded or just SVG, which is amazing. Oh really? Huh. Yeah, I, I I've seen. That. How do I know this? It was Benjamin Ducock, uh on Twitter. I think he shared like some interesting like facts about it. Yeah, and they're using Flexbox. Uh, do you use Flexbox? 
Yeah, yeah, of course. Flexbox was awesome. Yeah, ah, man, I'm so late to this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like so, I was always into like web design. Like I was on par of whatever new thing, hip thing was going on, right? Because yeah. that's what I was doing. And then when I, I found went a JPEG. <laughs> Really on the homepage? Uh oh, sorry, on the payments page. Okay, so so not every page is redesigned, like updated. Well, this one is redesigned though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Anyways, keep Boom. going. <laughs> oh, is it a screenshot from the from the app thing? Yeah. Got it. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, going back. Uh so when I went independent and I spent a uh, one year, that's all it took it took. Uh, I spent one year away from the web design thingy, mm-hmm. and now when I'm back, uh, <laughs> it's like, what the hell is going on? What do you mean Rails is not fun anymore? Uh, and what is the React? Uh, in Flexbox, <laughs> like last time I checked it, it was like Flexbox is amazing, but it's nowhere near uh, like browser compatibility and and support to use in mainstream, you know, production code. So that was. Last time I checked, that was a, that was the thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, so I'm gonna keep, you know, an eye on Flexbox, but I'm not gonna commit much time All to right. it now. And now, but, but like, you know yeah. what's great now is that all all browsers support uh, auto updating, so mm-hmm. that in theory, <laughs> after like in a couple of years, we'll never ever have compatibility problems. Ever, <laughs> some uh, new like property will just come out, and all the browsers will automatically update, and you'll be able Does to use mean it right away. We won't be able to use IE jokes. Uh, that is correct. Yeah, <laughs> you can stop making fun of IE. Well, IE is is not supported anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's IE seven. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. So and now we have Edge. So Edge. IE itself is dead. <laughs> yep. Long live IE. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm I'm getting into Flexbox now, um, and it is indeed amazing <laughs> because CSS. I mean, I love and I hate CSS at the same time with equal amounts of strength and passion. <laughs> <laughs> like CSS is my arch enemy. It's like I kind of love it and I need it to be around, but I hate it. <laughs> so yeah, really, CSS is great. You can do so many things with it. Yeah, but then smaller things, yeah, aligning things and like layout in general, layout in CSS. Hey, layout, ding! Mm. I don't have the bell. Shit, uh, layout in general in CSS is is pretty terrible. As a language, that's pretty uh, terrible. Well, have you ever heard of auto layout? <laughs> I'll give you Not that. sure that it's that much better. I'll give you that. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, one tiny detail that I absolutely love about the Stripe website is um, the navigation. Yes. If you hover over products and then move your cursor over to developers, the like popover sort of just like transitions into the other one. Yeah. But it's just like incredible. I like I don't even understand how that stuff works. But it just feels so natural and so good as the um, the menu is sort of morphing into the other one. Like I could just like 
hover over these three menus all day. Just like stare at it. So good. And have you checked on, on mobile? What it did to it? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's neat. Basically, like they condensed all the information into one more straight-to-the-point navigation thing. And they yeah. got rid of some shortcuts and pages. Um, so it, it is amazing. I want to like copy this immediately. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but the hamburger icon, ah, ah, I feel like maybe they can get away with it because, you know, Stripe is for mostly like developers. You know, if you want to, this website is mostly for developers. If you want to implement Stripe into your app or website or whatever. So I guess like, yeah, maybe they can get away with a hamburger icon, but still it's like, ah, um, to be honest, I would just replace that yeah. stupid icon with a word or a button called menu. And just by that, I think it would be way better. And it's a minor thing. It is, it is. So but hey, we're designers. I, Come on. Like, <laughs> so we're not talking about an app here. <laughs> we're talking about a website. And in theory, like, you could get to a lot of the most important parts of that website just by like clicking links that are on the homepage. You know what I mean? Like, in that case, navigation is like kind of secondary in a way like i don't think people are necessarily going to the stripe website i mean like okay i i'm like looking for the atlas page or the subscriptions page necessarily they're just kind of browsing around mm -hmm. i don't know, I don't know. It, it is definitely a I minor thing but oh i have a question for you because um you work at a shopify sure. right <laughs> yep uh and you work at a checkout and stuff right Mm -hmm. So um, today or yesterday or whatever, uh, yesterday, I guess, uh, Mac OS came out, Sierra. I think it's pronounced Mac OS. Mac OS. <laughs> <laughs> the Mac OS Sierra uh, came out. Finally, uh, I was running the beta and all and everything's fine. Uh, one of the major features that they're pushing for this release is the ability to use Apple Pay on the web. Yes. Now. I never used Apple Pay on the web, and I don't know where can I try it. I don't even what? know if it's available in my country. Like, Apple Pay in general is not available in my country. Oh, then it won't work. But, but, uh, so basically by not being available in my country, it means, like, there isn't a single bank that supports it. So your credit cards, your debit cards, you can't add it to Apple Pay. But, like, the the wallet app and everything is in the OS is available. Um so I do have a, uh, an American credit card. So what I did was I added that card to Apple Pay. So I do indeed have Apple Pay, like on my phone, oh. set up. I have a card there, but I don't know if it's in any way locked to a country or not. Like, do you do you know where I can try to use it? So uh, I think it's just set up to whether you have it or not. So if you have a card and wallet, that should work. So give me a website uh, where I can buy something. Oh, you know what? Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna order a remote for my Apple TV from Studio Neat. Fifteen bucks. Boom. Buy. Boom. Okay, let's try this. Done. Buy with Apple Pay. Okay, has my address. Little modal on Safari. It says processing. I don't know what's going on. Two hours later. I don't know. That is weird. Okay, I'm gonna have to call this a failure and move on. So. <laughs> We have a lot of stuff to talk about, so we have to move on. Uh, <laughs> all right. 
Anything else to say on the stripes thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess that's what I had nothing to about. say about it, but <laughs> Stripe is cool. So Go how check it out. Just say some things. So Stripe Stripe.com. If you like web design, check it, check it. That guy's amazing. Uh, what else is new? <laughs> this is a great show, by the way. Uh, I still don't have my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Like the, this show is us lamenting about uh, not getting an iphone and just trying to talk through stuff but we can't get past it i feel like this is what my life has been for the last couple of days <laughs> <laughs> like trying to make up for the absence of an iphone in my life <laughs> nerds all right hey um the iphone has a pretty camera uh you know what else uh who else makes pretty cameras uh leica you like the segue not forced. That was very all. good. Yeah, very natural. Um, um, so yeah, you try to like the Leica, 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 uh, Leica Q. Which one is that one? It's not like the super most expensive one, right? No, that's their most recent one. Um, it's like around the five K range, uh, which is very expensive. Yeah, but for Leica, it's like a decent price. Yeah, Leica is the Apple of of cameras basically yeah um, it's like they're even where they like you know expose it in the in the in the storefront or something they have their own area their own background and lighting and oh stuff. right, right. <laughs> like, yeah they're you know, like they, you're not gonna put us with all the other garbage cameras we're gonna yeah. have our own section in the store like a cannon uh, yeah like is amazing so you try the queue yes um so um I was at the first ever Unsplash uh, photo walk in Montreal, mm -hmm. uh, which was really awesome. Met tons of really cool uh, people. Uh, and um, my friend uh, Kevin was there. Um, and he let me try this his Lake EQ. And boy, is it amazing. I like instantly, like when I took it in my hands, I immediately regretted it. So I'm like, oh God, there You're we go. Me. Another thing I'm going to want to buy. Um, that thing is like not heavy, but it has like a really good weight about it that like mm -hmm. makes it feel like a solid, like quality object. Um, and all the controls are really awesome. Like, you know, like the like normal camera, there's always... 15 different like functionalities and buttons everywhere and stuff like that. Leica is ultra simple. It's like they have, I don't know, maybe like five buttons on the entire thing. Um, and they're all labeled <laughs> with simple text, easy to understand. Um, the viewfinder uh, is really great in comparison to a lot of cameras, um, especially mine. <laughs> That's a pretty bad viewfinder. Um, and so, yeah, I started uh, shooting a little bit with it. Um, the colors are just gorgeous. Like, they're just amazing. Yeah, um, I saw a couple shots that you shared on Instagram. And yeah, Twitter. it's crazy. Jesus. Like, I don't need to filter them in any way. Like, they just come out perfectly. Mm -hmm. um, it, it made me think of, uh, like, you, you made the Apple comparison. Uh, but it really made me think of something like the iPhone. Um where uh, the iPhone might not have the highest 
megapixels of any camera in a, in a smartphone in a smartphone um but the way that they put all the pieces together there's like sort of magic that happens somewhere that makes these images look way better than any other camera and you can look at the spec sheet all day and you're never gonna understand why but this camera just looks incredible like th th those pictures are just awesome um one thing to note about it is that the focal length is a bit weird. Um, it's, I believe, let me look it up. I just don't want to get it wrong. Uh, I think it's like uh, 27 millimeters. Huh. It is a weird. So uh, 28. Okay. So the focal length is, is 28 millimeters, which is a little bit wider than we usually shoot. Uh, I don't know how familiar. I mean, you just got a camera, so maybe you're into that stuff now. Um, yeah, 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 I'm still a total noob. Yeah, well, so like usually the we shoot around like 35 millimeters, um, which is sort of like a normal kind of shot that like it's about like I don't know about like what you'd see when you're looking with your eyes. Um, 27 though is a, a bit more wide angle uh, and that was a bit weird to get used to at first but then i the more i used it the more it feels um like a really cool way to shoot pictures it forced me to try a different style um mm -hmm. and i really like that um one downside though is that it's a fixed lens camera so you can't yeah. put another lens if that doesn't work for you so you have one focal length it's a prime lens, so it doesn't zoom. It's very opinionated. It's making a statement like, we think you should shoot that way. Um, and if you don't like it, that's totally fine. There's other cameras out there. Uh, but this is what we sort of stand for with this camera. Uh, and I found that very liberating when I was shooting. Uh, I stopped thinking about, oh, should I be using another lens? Like, what are my settings like? And stuff like that. And like, really just had fun with it, you know? Um, mm -hmm. and it, it just felt like all the technology went away and I could like really just focus on the image I was trying to capture. Um, so yeah, highly recommend it. I really, really loved it. Yeah. I like a camera. I think it's like, it's like a, it's like having a Ferrari. It's, you know, it's something that maybe you want to have like someday in your life. If you're into, you know, cars in the case of the Ferrari, like if you're into cameras, I feel like you always in your in the back of my mind like you want to have a Leica sometimes. Yeah. But they they are super expensive. And for me since you know cameras for me are mainly for video so I'm not as much into photography as I'm in video. Right. And the You shouldn't get a Leica for video. No. Well. <laughs> well, like it's definitely not worth it, but uh, I wouldn't say that. So the Leica Q for video, it's a no-no. I don't even know the specs. I don't even know yeah. if it shoots video. Um, but I do know that if you want to get um, a good Leica camera for video, you're going to have to get the SL, um, which is a full frame. It's a bit it's a bit like buffier camera. It shoots 4K. It's like it's amazing camera for video, way better than the cheap Canon that I have now. But, you know, just the body, it's around uh, $7,000. So right. it's definitely pricey. <laughs> yeah. It's really pricey. But the quality is amazing. Like I know this guy, 
uh, that also record like is posting some vlogs, uh, but like really professional vlogs. That guy is Marcus something. He was like a famous uh, F1 pilot driver, whatever you huh. call it, and. And now he's doing vlogs, but it's not like vlogs like, you know, you're recording yourself like with with a camera and posting into YouTube. It's like he hired like a professional filmographer to, you know, <laughs> follow him around all day and shoot these vlogs. It's amazing. And Whoa. they shoot with uh, with a Leica and the quality. It is indeed amazing. It's it's perfect. Um, Because even like so the Leica Q shoots at 4K at. I can't remember exactly the frames per second, but it shoots 1080p up to 120 frames per second, which is amazing. You you get pretty good slow motion out of that, and like you know, Canon nowadays it's pretty way behind that <laughs> those specs today. So right. yeah, like a someday, man, someday. Yeah, I'm rich. <laughs> Hopefully, it it does feel like um, a second, like a really good second camera. Like if you're really? looking for something that's gonna work in all situations, you sh probably shouldn't get that one. It's right. it's like it's like the sports car, you know? Like it's a very specific camera. It's, yeah, it's it's awesome at one thing, uh, and you use it for that, but it's not the like the car you're gonna be using all the time. Um, right, that's a good analogy. So. But cool. yeah, I like I posted a couple of shots, and some people were asking me what I thought about it. Um, So yeah, um, that's sort of my opinions on it. It's an amazing camera if you can afford it and if you don't mind uh, its kind of opinionated design, uh, then definitely go for it because it's, it's just incredible. Uh, GoPro announced something. That Have you seen that? No. <laughs> GoPro, uh, they announced their GoPro Hero 5 and the hero 5 session and the new drone i guess Wait, they announced an entire drone yeah they're getting into huh. the drone market and looks amazing honestly i think that's a smart move yeah because well with the iphone getting waterproof <laughs> i mean you can just strap a phone to your forehead <laughs> just use that instead of using a GoPro. it's a smart move because um Because uh, you know the 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 drone market is basically dominated by the DJI's drone, the Phantom 4. Um, mm -hmm. and there hasn't been that much competition there, at least that I'm that I'm aware of. And right. yeah, they announced it's called Karma, and it's like it is a drone, but then and by the way, the drone is very compact and it looks pretty good. So in, even in the remote, you don't need a phone or a tablet to plug it into, like the Phantom does. Um, so as a drone, it looks mm. pretty sweet, pretty good, very compact. Because um, that was an, one of the worst things about the Phantom, which is like it's very bulky, so you kind of need like a huge backpack to carry it. Right. And uh, GoPro's uh, drone, the Karma, they can like retract the the like the wings thing, the propellers thing. So everything oh, like, cool. gets pretty neatly packed. So it, it, it's has a, a smaller uh, footprint to, for you to carry. Right. And then the cool part about this is that, you know, the gimbal, the the thing that is on a drone to stabilize the, the camera? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that gimbal is, by the way, the camera is using, you can either plug it a, a Hero 5 
um, black edition or a hero 4 if you have one or a session mm -hmm. so you can like you can change the camera it's, it's a gopro that's going to be in, on it right um, but then the gimbal sense. the stabilization thing you can pull that out of the drone and then they ship with this little like handlebar thing so you have like a gimbal right. uh, stabilization thing for your gopro as well and you can use it like you don't need a drone for that so you can for example strap that to your helmet or your backpack or something and have this um, right. <laughs> video stabilization like hollywood grade video stabilization which is amazing sweet and it's very competitively Do priced as well so um to be honest uh, the phantom was on my radar <laughs> it was right. like i don't know like fourth on the list of things that i want to buy and now i'm gonna i guess i'm, I'm buying this gopro thing which looks pretty does it good. have the autopilot thing uh i'm not i'm not sure i don't think so that, i know that you can like track something in like if you move it it will always be pointing at this subject i'm pretty sure right. that it has that but uh if it can fly all by itself i, I don't i don't think so but i'm not sure i feel like i totally need that because <laughs> i'd be so scared to, to lose it you know, like you're, you fly somewhere really high and really far and then like be able to fly back to where you are. Well, well to fly back, they do have a button, a single button that it remembers where it, it, it took okay, off. Okay, so they do have that autopilot kind of It's not autopilot in the sense that you can fly by itself and shoot whatever, but you have one button that it will come back to base, fly back to base. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's what I meant. Yeah, okay. Probably just didn't... Phrase properly. Okay. Yeah. Man, this is very camera centric episode. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um any other camera news? Uh I don't think so. That's pretty much it. Um All right. Yeah, the GoPro itself, well, the Hero Five, uh, now it doesn't need a housing to be waterproof, which is sweet. Uh so the camera itself is waterproof. Which is also good. That's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, before before we go, uh, recommendations. Do you have one? All right, uh, so my recommendation this week uh, is this uh, video called Kanye Deconstructed. Um, have you seen this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> so it's a really good video, uh, and it shows you sort of Kanye West's process for making music and how he uses the human voice as the ultimate instrument. Uh, so yeah it's really good check it out um and i'm a big Kanye west fan so uh it's a pretty good video so my recommendation is a movie which i haven't recommended a movie in a while um and it's called mm. sing street uh it's available on itunes i ran it on itunes i watched it and it's a pretty cool movie it's so it's it's this uh like independent i guess uh movie is from it's a, an irish movie uh, which, like, uh, you know, we don't see movies from Ireland that often. So I guess, like, the whole country really helped push this. And it's an amazing project. And it's about this um, this teenager in in the 80s in Dublin that, you know, high school uh, suffers from, you know, bullying in high school and all that classic um, high school thing. <laughs> So then he meets, he meets this girl and he wants her to fall in love with him. So he starts a band to kind of impress the girl, right? <laughs> so the whole movie is about right. this band, the this high school band, and like their journey 
towards success, I guess. Like it's it's a very it's a very sweet movie, and kind of like different from what you know the classic Hollywood. Everything is drama and everything is in a grand scale, and I really appreciate this movie. Like it was it was pretty great. So and it kind of helped that it was about like you know starting a band because I had a band and I always get that sense of nostalgia in it as well. But again, pretty cool movie. It's called Sing Street, available on iTunes. Uh, and I I think that's only where it's available. I don't I don't know. It's not on Netflix. So yeah, check it. Cool. I will. Cool, cool, All cool. right. That's it for the show. Uh, thanks a lot uh, for everyone for tuning in. Um, our thanks to Timing for sponsoring the show. Uh, you can find the show notes at layout.fm. Um, there's also a Slack team uh, at spec.fm slash Slack. Uh, and you can also find us on Twitter uh, at layout.fm. Uh, so see you next week. All right. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye.